90.7 WXIM. Okay, boomer. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Stadium Experience with your host, Jake Helms, and your show we talk about the latest and greatest happenings in the world of sports right here on 90.7 WXIN. It's been a while since I've been here, and my, oh my, has just, just so much happened. My God, the Red Sox imploding from the inside. The Patriots also imploding from the inside. Super Bowl matchup set. Celtics were imploding from the inside. Now maybe they're not. So we're talking about all those things, and if you, the listener, want to chime in on any of these topics, do not be afraid to call into the show at 401-456-8787. Once again, the phone number to get on the show is 401-456-8787. Come talk to me and my guest today, David Blaze, as we just discuss all these topics. Anyway, though, with that out of the way, once again, you are listening to the Stadium Experience with Jake Elmsley on 90.7 WXIN. And with that, we're going to dive in here on this First day of school edition of the program, and good afternoon, David. Good afternoon, Jake. Nice to have you on here today. And Thank you. my God, as I said, it's been—I haven't done an episode of the show in about, about a month. Actually, it's been bad. Bad. Third anniversary coming up, though. So you know, yeah, I'm getting excited. Get excited for that. Get excited for the third anniversary special. But mm-hmm. yeah, a lot's happened in you know a month <laughs> that I could. Stand to chime in on. Oh yeah, the, like the Patriots getting eliminated in the playoffs mm. seems like an eon ago. It does, and that was two weeks ago. And I have not weighed in on that. Um, once again, Alex Cora is out with the Red Sox, mm-hmm. and but the Super Bowl has been set. But you know, we'll open up with the most recent thing, and we'll kind of we'll kind of work our way back, work our way through it all. And of course. That being the Celtics last night. Mm-hmm. We'll start with the positive thing. Yes. Oh, I love that. Usually I like to open up the show with negative Celtics <laughs> takes. It's always been it's always kind of my thing. If I have a negative Celtics take, it's the first mm-hmm. thing I start with. But today we'll start with a positive Celtics take. Mm-hmm. The Boston Celtics last night defeating the second ranked, I believe the second team in the West. Whatever. The LeBron James led the first team in the yeah, number one team in the West. Number one team. The LeBron James, Anthony Davis led. Los Angeles Lakers at home, 139 to 107. That is both the highest point total by the Celtics this season mm-hmm. and the biggest margin of defeat for the Lakers this season. Now, obviously, the Celtics have been struggling lately. They've lost six of their last eight games. They've lost some ugly ones. I've mm-hmm. been going to my fair share of Celtics games, mm-hmm. working for CLNS Media. They've lost their fair share of games. I mean, they lost, literally, they're on a three-game losing streak. Mm-hmm. They had a skid. They've been, lo- they've been losing the good teams. They, ha- they haven't looked like the team they looked like at the start of the season. Exactly. Right? They're still trying to figure everything out. Yeah, Such a new team, a lot of new young people as well. They've been dealing with injuries. It opened yes. a lot of doors to a lot of questions about moves on this team. And mm-hmm. now, I don't want to sit now. I don't want to sit here and say that this proves everything because I have a lot of those same questions that a lot of people have. And I don't even think Anthony Davis even played last night. No, I mean, Anthony exactly. Davis so, played 23 minutes. Yeah. He, like, he was so, off of injury. LeBron James yeah. played less than tw- played less than 30 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Now, in fairness to the Celtics, they also had Kemba, who was coming off of an injury. No, actually, oh. no, Kemba wasn't coming off of an injury. I was about to say, I don't think he, he was. wasn't. He was listed as injury by Jalen Brown mm-hmm. coming off of an injury. Yes. And once again. This, no, actually, Kemba was coming off of an injury, but was he? nevertheless, this game does this game does not answer all questions. the questions about the Celtics. It doesn't. Just like in fairness, the losses they had didn't create those questions. Mm-hmm. The problems with this team are still present. 
It's the defense. The pro- well, it's, not, it's not the defense necessarily. It's there's this team has some holes, some clear holes, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about them in a second. But for like, well, Prince team a little more. My God, was that game incredible! Mm. Oh, did they look good? Oh, it was a great oh, game. Oh, everything. It, it is the kind of game that makes you want to kind of throw to the wind and say, "No, never mind. They don't. They don't need any change. This team is great. This yeah. team's a contender." NS, Can- I tweeted about NS- them like NS. I, Can- I was like, they needed NS mm-hmm. Cantor. NS Cantor is the type of player they've needed the whole Brad Stevens era, which is true. It is which very is, in true. fairness, very true. Yeah. But Tatum looked good. I didn't think Tatum looked great against the Suns last week. Mm-hmm. I mean, not last week. Saturday, I was disappointed with Tatum. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the type of game that Tatum needed to step up in. Mm-hmm. With Kemba being out, with Jalen Brown being mm-hmm. out, playing against a subpar, sub-playoff Suns team. The Suns actually got off to a really good start, but they've mm-hmm. kind of tapered off. But either, either way. That was the type of game that if, you know, Jason Tatum is the sort of player that a lot of people project him to be or a lot of people hope he can be, that's the kind of, you know, (laughs) that's the kind of game you need to step up in. Exactly. And he didn't, which was bad. Last night, I feel like he stepped up more. He mm-hmm. was quiet open. He did not. He only had one. He only had one basket, and he made a buzzer beater at the end of the first quarter, and that was it. And that, you know, the first part of the game, I was like, oh, because a they got they got up to a town eight zero, and I'm like, oh boy, mm-hmm. here we go again. They're not coming out strong. Mm-hmm. Tatum's not doing anything. Exactly. And you got to remember the Celtics. Their team, they don't start off strong. It's more towards the end is when they start finding. Well, they haven't been starting off strong lately. Well, which has been an issue. Which even I think, last year they had this problem as well. well. They never really started off strong. It was more towards the end of the game. Well, they had all kinds of issues. Yeah, exactly. Well, but too. the pro- problem is it looked like those issues had, at least at least the effort issues, the character. Mm-hmm. It looked like those sorts of issues had faded away. Mm-hmm. I thought they weren't existing. Because starting, they got to a hot start. But then they tapered off. And now, you know, they've been in a position where their record is very similar to this point last that's year. And that's true. because of the skid they went on. It was concerning. It's and listen, a lot of those concerns are still with the team. In this game, it's a great win. Mm-hmm. That being said. It isn't home. Mm-hmm. It is the NBA. Mm-hmm. It's middle season. All teams lose. The Celtics have been losing. Sure. The concerns with the team are still there. Listen, I still wonder how much of a contributor Gordon Hayward can be mm-hmm. night very, to night. Very he inconsistent. Had, he had 16 in six last night, which is about his average. And mm-hmm. honestly, in fairness, I think Hayward's been a bit better since coming back from injury. Oh, without a doubt. Than people have given him credit for. Sure. At least from, maybe not people have given credit. The thing with Hayward has been since he's come back from injury, I think he's been effective. Yes, I think he's been for the most part. He's had some bad games. The game against the Bucks, mm-hmm. completely useless. Exactly, a complete and total liability mm-hmm. on the floor. That game was frustrating. Mm-hmm. I think he's moved well. He's mm-hmm. helped them space the floor well. Mm-hmm. He's not at the very least the thing I will say that Hayward has done. Which, by the way, all these things come with the qualifier of this is not what you want. Out of a player you were paying $30 million. Correct. He has not been even, rem- like, everything comes with a qualifier. It's this, mm-hmm. you know what, honestly, it's, I thought of this last night. Mm-hmm. It's very similar to my feelings on Al Horford. I agree. Where with- every single thing, I'm like, well, he's doing that well. But also, oh. they're paying him $30 million. So, like, exactly. I'm not, like, oh, good for you. Like, you're making, you made a good mm-hmm. pass. I think the problem. It's still a waste of money. <laughs> he was an amazing player in yeah. college and on the Jazz. He was the Jazz player yeah, for a bit. Sure. There. I, oh, mean, I know Rudy Gobert, but he was the key guy there. I think the problem was, of course, the first night getting injured in that. I think that changed him, I think. I honestly no, think it has. He's he's meant, like, he just, exactly. He mentally has a problem been with Gordon it, Hayward. He's felt like a guy who hasn't really, who can't seem to play, who can't seem to get there. And exactly. It just feels like any little ding on him now, like <laughs> mentally just 
completely throws him off. It's totally true. And you brought up a point about Al Horford getting yeah. all that money. I think he was a good fit with the Celtics. Oh, sure. But the thing between Al Horford— We, we don't need to rehash Al Horford. But exactly. Yeah. But Al Horford and Ennis Cantor. You brought up Cantor playing well. The thing is that Ennis Cantor is a real true big man where he stays in the paint. Al Horford, though, was a stretch. Oh, sure. you got to remember that. Oh, sure. So well, I not, think that style well, of play also helps as well. Oh, well, I'm not talking about I'm just talking about, like, in general. Like, I'm saying, like, the things that, like, I've praised Al— Like, I was praising I'm like, you know, Hayward, he's been smart player. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been selfish. Mm-hmm. But he's not worth the money. And I'm like, oh— Oh, that's Al Horford. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. But anyway, so Hayward's been better. But obviously, like they're going, like, they they are going to need Hayward to step it up. Yeah. Basically, turn in, and even if he is going to be their third or fourth option on mm-hmm. a given night, mm-hmm. they do. They are going to need that because the biggest issue with the team. You talk about Hayward, and I. I mean, talk about Cantor, and I. I mean, Cantor's been. I think Cantor's been everything that they've needed him to be. Yes. I think Cantor has. I mean, he's not great defensively, but he. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's so satisfying Mm -hmm. to watch the Celtics have a player Mm -hmm. who is consistently able to get offensive rebounds Mm -hmm. because they haven't haven't had that that at all. And it's just been a very, it's been a very frustrating (laughs) thing to watch with this team. Like, whether or not, like, and I don't think that's been the reason they haven't won in the last couple of years. Like, I I don't. Like, you can win with subpar. Yep paint play but it's just nice to see them not lose out on all those yep. possessions when the ball goes up let's see somebody get it so he's been the thing that this team is lacking and the thing that i've been wanting to kind of come on and talk about is even like getting away from the lakers game takes because i don't i don't want to get too bogged down in analyzing that game one way or the other because in the end like it's, it's not a big deal i mean yeah in the end like i don't want to like make any i i, I don't want to make any declarative statements from it because i i don't have any mm-hmm. but the thing that this team has been missing and the thing that this, I mean, obviously the the two things that have been talked about most, there are two things that really have been talked about most. One of them I agree with one of them. The one that's been talked about the most, I think at least, people pointed out this team lack, this team's lack of a big man, which yes. is in a vacuum, yes. They don't have a real, real, I don't want to say all, but like a, pheno- they don't have a phenomenal big man. Mm-hmm. That being said, I don't think they can make a move. For, I don't think there's really a move for them to make for one. I think yeah. that. The, the the conundrum is here's the conundrum, any move that you're going to make, mm-hmm. your uh, there are two basically there's two paths you can take that Celtics can take on that. Either you make a move for an okay guy mm-hmm. not making a lot of money, mm-hmm. and that doesn't move the needle at all for you. Exactly because you because Tice, the combo of Tice and Cantor mm-hmm. are probably as good as any other budget option is going to be. Oh yes, and that was what it was like in the off season. They had no money. They didn't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They, I'm like, okay. They were like, and literally, I sat down. And I li- I don't remember who the whole who all the names were. I rattled off like five or six like available players. Okay, big men who they could get mm-hmm. for little money. Uh, Cantor was one of them. And this I'm like, great. whatever, pick one, mm-hmm. and that's just who's gonna be your guy. Exactly. And then they pick Cantor, and I'm like, fine. And Cantor's been more than I could have ever hoped for. Mm-hmm. And like anybody, so anybody, so either it's a you trade for somebody who's basically of the same caliber. Mm-hmm. As what you have, which obviously is just not worth it, is mm-hmm. amounts to nothing, and they're not going to do that. Exactly. Or you make a, or if you want to bring in a real difference maker mm-hmm. like an Andre Drummond, uh, I mean Andre Drummond's been the biggest name out there. I don't know, it's Ke- Kevin Love. I mean he's not really a big man, but I, like uh... any, but at this point, the real difference maker is going to require you to make drastic alterations to your team mm-hmm. you have to move a hayward or you have to move a jalen brown you have to make a change to your core that i don't think in the end nets out to improving your team and runs the risk of making your team worse mm-hmm. 
So I don't think those are... And also, like I said, I think that like the production they've mm-hmm. gotten out of Tice that they've gotten out of Cantor has been, I mean, fine. It's what we... It's maybe a little more than we expected, but just just right. It's, it's not, fine. We like, don't need anything more. I mean, Cantor's been. I mean, Tice has been fine. Tice was good against. I think Tice was ex. I mean, Tice was excellent in that Bucks game. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was. Tice was really the only player on the team who. He was the only player on the team who really was like. Who I think Tice, Tice and Kemba both really stepped up in that game. I mean, Cantor's been. I mean, Cantor with I believe under twenty minutes, it's average like nine and eight. Yes. On the season. Like can't like Cantor is on everything. The thing though that I think could make a substantive improvement to the team, and it's, I, I'm not gonna say like I'm the only one who thought of this, because other people talk about this, but the thing that they could use, the thing that they could genuinely stand mm-hmm. the thing that they could genuinely like stand to bring to this team mm-hmm. is they need bench scoring. Because they don't have that. Sure. And in fairness, a part of that is that they have three players in their starting lineup. Who are averaging twenty plus points a game? They have Hayward, so I mean mm-hmm. those guys are going to. They have four guys in their starting lineup who are scorers, which is mm-hmm. not a lot of teams are quite built that way. So in fairness, that's going to take away from it. But still, they don't really have a player on the bench mm-hmm. who is a real bona fide, you know, just spark plug type scoring option. Now, smart. Played well. He's the heart and soul of the Boston Celtics. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's fine. So anyway, I mean, Smart step really played well in that mm-hmm. in that Suns game. But I mean, like, that's not going to be Smart night tonight. Smart's yeah. not like a gar- like Smart's. I mean, Cantor. I mean, obviously, honestly, Cantor's probably been their their most consistent like off the bench scoring option. Yes, without a doubt, he has. But even then, like, he's a big man. Like, they don't. They need. They don't necessarily. And they can kind of, you know, they can. So it's almost like it feels weird to say that. Well, let me, uh, let me go down. And then the rest of their guys, like they have good players on the bench. I mean, I mean, I mean this, this Ojale, but he's not a scorer. Mm-hmm. Romeo Langford, he had that one game where he looked good. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, yeah, he's gonna develop into that type of player mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. He hasn't really taken off yet. In fairness, he hasn't been getting a lot of minutes. And in fairness, he's a rookie, so I I would ho- like that would be the best thing for the Celtics right now. Mm-hmm. If Langford kind of developed into like a mm-hmm. eight nine points per game exactly. guy who's like hitting a three or two every game. Uh-huh. I think he's been he's shown up being a good defender at times. Mm-hmm. Like I like Romeo Langford. I mm-hmm. think he can develop. Mm-hmm. But and then you have Grant Williams, who I like Grant Williams, but he's another one where he's not like he doesn't seem like he's he's not an offensive guy. He's the good, like he's a grinder. Mm-hmm. If he could get to the point where he can like hit a hit like one three a game, mm-hmm. like he was kind of doing in the preseason and summer league, look like, oh, but he hasn't really I know what you want to say, but I'll give my two cents. Do we have time? I want to yeah, give my we have two. time. All right, well, there's a lot I want to say. I think one, the biggest thing with the Celtics, the smartest thing is Danny Ainge and the management because any move we thought Danny Ainge should yeah. make or was going to make did not happen, and look how it's worked for the team. So I think I have faith in Danny Ainge. Yeah. I think they should pursue Andre Drummond, but it depends on who they give no. up. But I really think so. But anyway, so I think that should happen. And I also think maybe let's see what happens with Taco Fall. Very promising as defender. I mean, he's a great defender player. We don't need him to score. I think he's a big man that, you know, just needs to produce a little more. That's basically about it. But, yeah, I'm really excited to see how he uh, pursues. I know he's in Maine right now, played for the Red Claws, the G League. He's actually putting up some good numbers. Who did you say? Sorry. Uh, Taco Fall. I want to see how he did. He's overhyped, though. He's overhyped. Listen, here's the thing. The thing is, bring in Andre Drummond. Uh You'd have to either trade Hayward or you have to trade Jalen Brown. 
Yes. That's just you oh, have I'm to. I'm not saying you trade Taco Fall. Well, I'm saying, saying you're bringing Andre Drummond. Yes. But if we bring it, see, now here's what I like. I just don't, that's just not feasible for this team. I don't think that improves your overall quality as a team. Yes. And I think the biggest thing about the Celtics, keyword, longevity. They are a fresh young team. And think about not just, you know, Kemba, Jalen, and Jason Tatum. And his Cantor's not the oldest player in the world. No. We still have a great few years out of him, probably. Well, I mean, mind you, he's on yeah. a one-year. I, th- I think he's probably out. But anyway, so let, me, let, me, let me finish my talk about the bench. Let me just finish my talk about the bench. Listen, so they've been... They've been... They don't have that. You know, coming into the year, you know, I, we all kind of got swept up in the Carson Edwards hype. Oh, that's what see, I was about to bring up Carson he had like Edwards. That, he had like that one G League game where he hit like a, I mean, that one preseason game where he hit like five threes. I'm like, exactly. this guy, yeah, he'll be their backup point guard. Yeah. They can bring him off the bench. Yeah. It'll be great. It, it, it hasn't happened. happened. It just hasn't happened at all. And also, it, the thing with the Celtics, you got to remember, mm-hmm. when have they performed their best? When they've had a true big man. Think about I disagree. Kevin, uh, I'm gonna. I'll tell you why. Think about the history of the Celtics. Oh, sure. I mean, okay. Robert Parrish, okay. Bill Russell, Kevin okay. McHale, mm-hmm. and then think about 2008, that championship team. The two big men for that team. Do you know who they were? The two main big men. Uh, yes. Kendrick Perkins, Kevin Garnett. Yes, uh, we all know this. the true big men. <laughs> Kevin Garnett, sure he could shoot, but he wasn't a shooter. He was no, aggressive. He was a big, no, I know. He was a true big man. That's what the Celtics. You see, need. I just I, see that's not the NBA. That's not the kind of game Brad Stevens wants to play. Uh, Brad it, Stevens doesn't want an Andre Drummond. But you Drummond. don't. You don't want. And they, I agree. You don't. They shouldn't have their second, third highest paid player be somebody who can't shoot, mm-hmm. doesn't space the floor. It's not gonna work with them. And I'm fine with them having a Daniel Tice. All right. Yes. Sir, as a guy, you know, as their big man who can't really space the floor, can't really shoot mm-hmm. because they're paying him three, four million dollars. He's a role player. You know, yes. Robert Williams. If he can come back, I think that's. Can Robert Williams come back and kind of morph into the player people hope he can be? Exactly. That's kind of that's where they can get the firm. And I'm fine like with that. that being their I'm fine with that being their big man group because it's because they're paying Tice Cantor and Robert Williams under fifteen million dollars for that collective group, and that's just that's worth it. Like that that's all you need to pay the the big men in the modern NBA if you have these scoring options like they have, if you have this deep wing group. Mm-hmm. But what they can do, what they can do that won't shake up their core, like I'm mm-hmm. saying. Adding to the bench, getting somebody off the bench who can score, replacing those minutes that, you know, Brad Wanamaker, like Brad Wanamaker is playing like 19 minutes a game. Yes. That's not ideal. That's not. You don't want that in the playoffs. All the Brad Wanamaker is fine. Mm-hmm. You don't, uh, I mean, Semi Ojale is pay, playing around 15 yes, minutes Ojale. a game. He's, uh, uh, what does he do? Like, what Nothing. Is, but, but they, so, but if they can bring in somebody. Mm-hmm. Bring in just somebody who they can bring off the bench, who can generate mm-hmm. offense, mm-hmm. who can make some shots, keep the floor space. That way, they don't have to constantly have two of Kemba Brown, exactly. Tatum, Hayward on the floor. Mm-hmm. They don't have that. They don't have that guy right now. They can bring off the bench and be like, "This guy's gonna go get some points." No, and they could use that. All right, now I want you to and you. have a name in mind. Oh, I do too. Now I have a very I have two names. In I have mind. a very weird specific right. name in mind. I have two. You tell me yours. I first. am going to tell you mine first because it's my show, and <laughs> I get to go first because I think you have the same one in mind. All right, go. And this is the one, and this is the one I started thinking about. And the more I think about it, the more I really think it could work. The Celtics, and I think it's less likely to happen now after like if stuff's happened the last couple of days. I'll explain why. But the thing, this the guy, the Celtics could really honestly stand to go and trade for would be Isaiah Thomas. No, I'm thinking free agents. Well, well they get them cheaper. I'm thinking well, of two I, free agents at the moment. Okay, two guys sitting out free agents. Okay, yes. well, let me explain Isaiah Thomas for a second because I want to. 
Now, the thing the thing that kind of shot a hole in this was I thought Isaiah was coming off the bench. Mm -hmm. He has not been coming off the bench mm -hmm. with the Wizards. Mm -hmm. Now, in fairness, he has only been playing about 23 minutes a game with mm -hmm. the Wizards, which isn't quite starting time. So mm -hmm. you literally you bring so you can bring him in, give him like Wanamaker's 19 minutes, mm -hmm. and maybe he'd be happy. Yes. He's averaging 12 a game. Mm -hmm. He's shooting what's he shooting for? He's shooting 41% from three. Like he's been. And that's what Isaiah does. Like, Isaiah, that's how he started his career. At least mm -hmm. that's what he was when he originally came to the Celtics. Sac uh, Sacramento as well. He's It's like you think he wouldn't be up for it because mm -hmm. of how it went down with mm -hmm. him mm -hmm. and how it went down with him. You think he would, but he is, like, just you see him on Twitter. He's just always tweeting, like, oh, I'll come back to the Celtics. Exactly. And he should. I, and he I know said it on lot. Like, he said he'd do it. He's not making any money. But you got to remember, the NBA is a business. It wasn't personal. That's sure. the thing, though. Well, that, see, he was taking it pretty personally. feel that way as He well. was taking it pretty personally for a while. He yeah. said some things. But I, and it would be understandable if he didn't want to come play for the Celtics again. But he's just always on Twitter talking yeah. about the Celtics. He was tweeting at Carson Edwards when Carson Edwards got drafted. Like, mm -hmm. literally, like, oh, like, tell him to bring me in. Exactly. Because Carson Edwards was like, Isaiah Thomas, like, you're one of my heroes. And he was like, oh, bring me in. <laughs> bring, bring me onto the team. <laughs> and he's not. He's making, I believe, vet minimum. He's making under $2 million. Mm -hmm. The Wizard. Now, the thing that. The reason that I don't think that like has gotten in the way is that recently, obviously, in the last few days, Bradley Beal mm -hmm. has really begun to voice frustrations oh, with the yes. Wizards. Yes, and so very understandable. I, I mean, it isn't because he signed an extension when he didn't have to. <laughs> when he, well, when no, he, I think it's understandable with the part that we got to remember. Not that long ago, a few years ago, the Wizards yeah. were actually favorites at one point to win a championship yeah. before the whole Warriors thing happened. When John Wall was actually producing yeah, numbers John for, went down before John Wall took over his ego. My problem with this is that the Wizards is that Bradley Beal is the marquee player, but no one wants to listen to him well, in that here, organization. Well, here, here's the thing about here's the, here's the thing here's the thing about Bradley Beal situation. Mm -hmm. Bradley Beal did not need to sign an extension this offseason. No, I didn't. don't know why he did. I have no idea why. He, genuinely, I don't know why. He has Kyrie Irving syndrome where he wanted to be the star player. But he did. And he could have been traded to L.A. He could have been on either L.A. team, really. He could have been traded yes. to the 76. He could have gone somewhere and really made a, like a huge impact this year. But exactly. he didn't. But the, and the, Wizards, the Wizards are a weird team they right are. now. Because right, because they're not they're not winning. Like their their record is very bad. And I am not shocked by that. They are, are the Wizards right now. Yeah, they're fourteen and twenty eight. They're in the eleventh seed in the East right now. Mm. But they have a lot of guys on that team who are producing, who are really looking like prime mm. trade targets mm -hmm. for teams that want to. I mean, obviously David David Bertans mm -hmm. is just literally he's shooting he's he's shooting forty two percent from three. Mm -hmm. Attempting almost nine a game. Uh, He's been productive. Ish he Smith is. has been productive. Like Isaiah, Th like that team is full of guys that if you're a team mm -hmm. looking to just get a bench scorer for the playoffs, mm -hmm. like the 76ers yep. should be, mm -hmm. like the Celtics should be, like the really like any contending team should yep. be at any time. They have a whole mess of those guys. They do. But now the fact that Bradley Beal is complaining, I'm like, oh, yes. well, maybe now they're not going to be rushing to trade Isaiah Thomas. Exactly. So I don't know. So I think, but I think that if the Celtics could get Isaiah Thomas, that's that, who you would choose. It would. Uh, I mean, like he's one guy out there. I mean, you have guys. I mean, obviously there are other guys, but that feels like the easiest fit. It doesn't feel like he'd be that mm -hmm. pricey because he's not going to be a part of the Wizards' future. Mm -hmm. He's older. He only he's on an expiring deal. So they, exactly. you might be able to make that happen for a. It'd be a great comeback story. A great story. It would be a great story if he came back and he was their sixth man. And no offense. 
That would be awesome. Isaiah Thomas is a true Bostonian. Let's be honest about He'd that. Love Everything. It. He's a guy who still played oh, yeah. even though his sister died. Oh, he loves and it. Like he led this team. I mean, like Forget I mean, Kyrie Irving. Listen, He's, like I was, like in fairness, like I was like telling him to get rid of Isaiah when he was here. I was like, yeah, yeah like don't give him a max. Like he's not your future guy. He deserved like, it. Do not fall into that trap. Oh, I, I was like, don't do not do that. That is a mm. bad move. That'll hamstrung the team. I was fine when they traded him, mm. but. but it would be a pretty. It would be pretty cool if he came back and he was a sixth man mm-hmm. and he was coming off the bench. Like I don't, I don't really know like how the lineups would work with like him and Kemba on the court at the same time. That would be kind of a nightmare defensively. But like they've put Kemba and Brad Wanamaker out there together. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. It just feels like like it doesn't seem like it would be mad about being back. No, here. he wouldn't. No. Now it depends on because. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a guard necessarily. No, it could be a wing. Now here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking sure. of one guy who's a free agent who has not put in his retirement papers, right? Sure. But it still wants to play basketball. I know this. How about a former NBA champion mm-hmm. that is just good for nothing but shooting? I am thinking about Henny God J.R. Smith. Henny God J.R. Smith. I think uh, he would be uh, a great bench player. Sure, he's not what he was when he was on the Nuggets okay. or with the Cavs, but I honestly think he would be able to be productive enough off the bench when shooting. I think he would. And then, how about this? Another, a former Celtic, Kyrie Irving, talking about how like his teammates dissing them. Well, how about some of those teammates that are disrespected? How about one in particular who is a great shooter that would be a great bench player? Joe Harris. I think Joe Harris would be a great piece for the Boston Celtics would be a great fit with our team. I think that would be, and we make a move for him. It just depends on what we'd have to give up, though. Yeah, I don't think they'd be able to afford Joe Harris. Joe Harris is making close to $8 million this year. But... Here's the thing, though. No offense, Joe Harris is not going to be making that much in the future. This is going to be the most he's ever going to be making. I well, feel no, like. I think. I mean, I'm, I'm only looking to make a move for this season. Uh-huh. Like, so somebody on expiring contract. I think the buyout market also. Mm-hmm. I mean, Joe, that's a suggest. I mean, I, they'd have to make the money work there. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I, that's also part of the reason why I like IT's contract because they don't have to really move mm-hmm. anything around mm-hmm. to make that happen. They can just absorb that and then just trade somebody for it to make a make a roster spot, exactly. so like a Javante Green or something. Or you're, you, we mentioned Andre Drummond. Yeah. Let's think about another Pistons player. Okay. I he's on the Pistons still. Derrick Rose. Oh, well, Derrick Rose would be phenomenal. That's, that's Everybody's going to be – I mean, Derrick Rose has been a phenomenal like – he's, he's been sixth man of the year candidate. Exactly. Oh, he'd be phenomenal, but I just yeah. think he's going to be too expensive. No, he's going to be too expensive. Like, there's going to be a bidding war for him. By the way, this that Pistons team is going to be one of the greatest teams to never win a championship, just like our Celtics last year, because they have Blake Griffin, Andre Drummond, and Derrick Rose yeah. on the same team. Well, it's 2012, that would be more understandable. That would be a good team. <laughs> okay, but. fair enough. But, no, I mean, listen, like – no, I mean, Derrick Rose has been – I mean, Derrick Rose obviously is, like, on the radar, but I just – I think that – I think he might end up being a little too expensive. Like, he's going to no, be a guy who, who you might have to give up because other teams are going to be going after mm-hmm. him. I mean, maybe other teams are going after IT, exactly. but – I think the buyout market also might be a place for the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, you saw the Bucks last year. Mm-hmm. They were able to get George Hill on the buyout market. Exactly. Who, George Hill, who has been bizarre this year. He has. George Hill, who's <laughs> shooting 52% from three. Well, he leading the weird. league in three-point percentage. Which people are not talking about enough, which I'm upset about. But, George, I mean, George, like, you can get players like that in the buyout market. They just... The team they could just use one more guy because I like I like a lot of the Celtics bench players. Mm-hmm. They just none of them really fulfill this role. Or how about think about one guy who's injured who has not played one minute on the Lakers that only will that that takes minimum because he wants a ring so bad. Sure, Demarcus Cousins. I'm not saying where he's going to trade for well, him. Does he have a torn season, Achilles? 
What? Yes, but he's out for this season. Though. Okay, listen, listen. Next I've, season. I've talked enough about. I've I've talked enough on this show about Demarcus about wanting Demarcus Cousins on the Celtics. Listen, See, I've, been, I've, I've been I've been I've been I've been I've been I've been ringing that bell for way too long. Like I'm just I'm. That'd be great. Nope, done. Done talking about it. Done. Done. Yeah. Done talking about Demarcus Cousins being a Celtic. And the Lakers don't need him. They don't. No, and that, that's not like I said, that's another thing for the offseason. Like I'm just talking strictly like what they who they could use right now mm-hmm. to make a push. Yeah, or uh, it could possibly be another Lakers player named Kyle Kuzma, who has been. No, they're not making a move for Kuzma. Uh, Kuzma, no, they were talking about making a doing a deal with Kuzma, like not the Celtics specifically. But I mean, Kuzma. listen, they're but, moving. If they're moving Kuzma, they're moving him because they want like they need, they're gonna want a big package for him as well. Exactly. He's not like they just they need just some. They just need a cheap veteran. They just need a cheap veteran who can come off the bench and score Kyle Korver eight, eight to nine points. What is Kyle Korver? Is he on the Hawks right now? Where is Kyle Korver right He's now? He's on the uh, Jazz, I believe. Okay, but a guy like that, sure. It's just whoever it is, and like I said, I mean, a guy like a Kyle Corver, you can probably get a guy or like that. Jr. Smith, like I said, that'd, big, that'd, yeah, that'd like a great. guy on the buyout market. Just put your former Cavs or Jamal. Crawford. Everybody we've listed has been on the yeah, Cavs. Exactly, Jamal or Vince Carter. We could always make a, uh, not Vince make Carter a move. Hawks. Yes, I know, but I'm saying eh. I'm still thinking off season though. That's, that's like said, I mean, Vince, I know I mean right Vince Carter isn't gonna be a scorer. Like they, they, just, they need. Yeah, he they can need, still be a scorer. They need, I mean, he's been a shooter for them, but they just they need, they need Isaiah Thomas. That's what they need. They need to go do that. Carter can. Easily average twenty points. Oh, God, no. God no. Or get twenty. No, points. I mean he's been playing his role with the Hawks. They like him there. He's been good for their young players. I mean I don't think they're gonna move on. He's like their only vet. He's literally like the only player above like twenty five on that team. I mean, or Kevin Herter, he would be a good move. Yeah, maybe. But anyway, that's all we got on the Celtics. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take a quick break here. Mm-hmm. When we come back, we're going to dive into. We're gonna talk about some football. We're talk a little football. Patriots out. Tom Brady doing the rounds. Super Bowl matchup set. If you want to chime in on any of that, please feel free to call in at 401-456-8787. I'm Jake Elmsley. David Blaze here alongside me, and we'll be right back in just a minute. Ninety point seven WXIN Stadium Experience. Jake Elmsley, David Blaze alongside me here. We've been talking all Celtics up to this point. We're gonna. Transition our way. Away from that, we're going to be doing some football chatter. Of course, the Super Bowl matchup has been set. We're going to discuss that really for the next two weeks. Going to do Brady doing the rounds, going around the world. Maybe a little bit of marital trouble we're now hearing getting reports. Maybe we'll do a little, little gossip segment here. Of course, Patriots are getting eliminated. Might have some thoughts on that still in the Patriots' upcoming offseason. And if you want to chime in on any of that or anything that we have been talking about or anything that you want us to talk about, do not be afraid to call in. The phone number to get on the show is 401-456-8787. Once again, the phone number to get on, 401-456-8787. And we'll continue here. So, David, obviously, the FC Championship weekend, as I like to call it, went down Sunday. And both games... Not really all that exciting, which I'm not. I don't think it was. They weren't exciting. It was. It wasn't surprising. More. Yeah. Like no. It. I mean. I mean. I wasn't. Yeah. I mean. I, I thought both games were going to be fairly lopsided. The Titans for a little, little. bit. I didn't think the Titans could do it. Mm-hmm. And for a little bit, I mean, obviously they got up. Mm-hmm. And it's like maybe. Yeah. And it's like no, like the Chiefs are going to score twice, mm-hmm. and they're not going to be able to do it. And they didn't. And. Then I mean I just I never thought the Packers had a chance. I've oh, been no. I've been staunchly anti-Packers, anti-Aaron Aaron Rodgers for a very long time. Same here. He's, I, I, I I just don't think they're ever gonna do it. I, was I, I don't think they're ever Favre, gonna win a super. I don't think they're ever gonna win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers again. I don't think they're ever gonna make one. 
Eh, what, yeah, get rid of him. Like they, they're not gonna. I, I can't, they can't. I mean, you can't. Do, I don't want to go that far, but <laughs> but because I mean, ma- I mean, you can always do it. I mean, it's always exactly. you know, it, as long as you have a great quarterback, like you're always a few good breaks away from in defense making the Super Bowl and going mm. on a run. But anyway, I don't believe in the Packers. And I think Same. that they're very stupid in that game. By the way, like not even even beginning to attempt to, to play. To stop the run in that game. It was bizarre. Everything about that game was bizarre. It was. It was. It and was. they got killed. And I, and I believe it. And I, and now, you know, the Super Bowl will be the Chiefs and the 49ers, mm-hmm. which I think was the best matchup that could mm-hmm. have come out of this weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the game I think everybody wants to see unless you are a Packers or a Titans fan or if you're a 49ers fan. I mean, if or you're, a Broncos fan like me. I mean, <laughs> I, mean, if you're, I mean, if you're a 49ers fan, you probably want to see them play the Titans. But, yeah. And, yeah. So... This game's coming. The early action's coming in on the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Chiefs, I believe, are currently the favorite by around not even a field goal last I checked. They were the favorites by like a point and a half, mm-hmm. which I might take, which I want to see if it goes up, because if it goes up any higher, I might take the I might take the 49ers. I might put money on that. Mm-hmm. But so the matchup is set. Jimmy Garoppolo, Patrick Mahomes. Just in general, I put a, I put it's fu- I like to put a lot of weird stock in the Super Bowl matchups, mm-hmm. but is this a good matchup for the league as a whole? Like, if you're the NFL, mm-hmm. is this a good matchup for you, or is this something you might have preferred? If you're the league, like obviously Patriots fans, me, I would prefer to see the Patriots. I mean, mm-hmm. and I yeah. also think that Patriots 49ers would be a phenomenal matchup. Oh, that's what everyone wanted. Best storyline that could have happened. I, th- I I think that I don't know if a lot if a lot of people think that. I mean. I can believe that Patriots fatigue is just so bad mm-hmm. for the rest of the world that, like, just no matter how good the storyline is, they don't care. <laughs> I don't want to see it. Exactly. Like, I, I just I don't care how good the storyline is. Oh, I just don't want to see the Patriots. True. But, I mean, yeah, I think that, I mean, I th- I, I thought it would have been the best storyline because obviously, yeah. like, and I've talked about it before, but obviously, like, oh, Brady, Belichick. I mean, Brady, I mean, that Brady, Garoppolo, like, Garoppolo, Belichick, like, Belichick playing the quarterback that he wanted. <laughs> Tom the, Brady's favorite team growing up. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, Tom yeah. Brady's favorite team growing up. Like, is he going to go out into the sunset yeah, again? Yeah, exactly. Like, and then even for the 100th anniversary, like, yep. the two great dynasties of the last, of the Super Bowl era, really. Yes. Like, you can play all the Joe Montana footage mm. and play all the Patriots dynasty yeah, footage. Yeah. And it's great. Oh, he, It's well, from, like, a video package maker. It's, what about Steve Young? <laughs> <laughs> my point, yeah. No, you can. You, you said you, Joe Montana. You're right. I'm Sorry. Steve Young deserves some credit. As yeah, well. fine. Come on. Joe, Young, Steve, Joe Montana, and kind of Steve Young a couple times. But yes, yes, yes. We'll just say Terrell Owens. Yeah, you know, Terrell, <laughs> Terrell, yeah, you know, to J- Steve Young kind of just got the got the jet stream from the <laughs> from from the, from the beginning of that dynasty. Exactly. But anyway, exactly. so the part, the part. Anyway, so <laughs> but I mean, I think the NFL is just happy to see Patrick Mahomes like just do anything. What she deserves. Which you do, I mean, yeah, I think if you're the NFL, you're just happy. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, like, the NFL would just be happy just to see Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. win. Do anything that... Because... Put I, him in the public eye. Exactly. More, I mean, he is. Like, he's... he's ever, like, he's going to get insufferable... Ve- like, prepa- like get ready to get sick of Patrick Mahomes within a year. Like Ma- He's going to be the Tom, next Tom Brady. I am not sick... Well, he look like he's going to be the next Aaron Rodgers. Well, because Tom Brady's come on, really both that State Farm commercial, so you're comparing them. Well, what that's the not, heck? but it's true though, because he's in all the commercials. Tom Brady's really never been in a lot of commercials. Like his whole career, like Tom Brady has never really been like everywhere. Yeah, he's Maybe. been everywhere in terms of the NFL. Yeah, because he's always in, he's, he's always a rap, but he's never really been like like I mean, you don't turn on your TV all the time and see Tom Brady. Well, you do. Well, if you live in New England, but I mean, well, like, yeah, he's but I mean, done like, SNL. He's done movies like Ted. He's done yeah, like the Funny or Die it, bit. It hasn't been that. Like it hasn't been like. But, 
And it's not because I'm a because t- I will give Tom Brady crap for a lot of weird things that he hasn't done a copaless amount. It hasn't been everywhere. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you just, like you're sick of Tom Brady because you hate seeing him win because he's always playing. But it's not like Rodgers mm-hmm. or Manning. Mm-hmm. Where you just see them. But Manning was a winner. Rodgers is not. I mean, not really. But. Yes, he was. Eh, third, uh, for, we don't have to do into a Manning argument right All now. Right, no, no, I'm no, no, not no. doing that no, right now. No, let's talk about the Super Bowl. But then. anyway, <laughs> you're not. <laughs> like, mark, mark my word. We will all be sick of seeing Patrick Mahomes in about a year. And so help me God if they win. I'm he will be because everywhere. We're going to see him everywhere. <laughs> you're probably already sick of him. But you're going to be seeing Patrick Mahomes Everywhere, All right. in every commercial. My problem is that it's not that I don't like Patrick Mahomes. Well, he is a Chiefs guy. I shouldn't like him, but I think he is the probably the best, uh, the second best pure quarterback in the league. Oh, I mean, he's, he's incredible. He's amazing, and I think and he, even he like deserves I, every little bit. And I like him a lot. As a oh, player. he's great to watch. He's a good. Yeah, exactly. He seems like he has like the right. Like he doesn't seem like a, he doesn't seem like a dick. No, it, like, can you say that? Yeah, exactly. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't seem <laughs> like 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 a bad guy. No, my problem is that there is one quarterback in this league who deserve a uh, league. My gosh, who deserves every bit of credit in every single media show talking about him that has to do with sports? Is it Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson. Yeah, we talk about Russell he Wilson. Has plenty led of that oh, team Russell Wilson has is been great. the face of yeah. that franchise. And you know what? This was supposed to be a rebuilding season for the Seahawks oh, and sure. Russell Wilson. Well, so but no, him and Pete Carroll uh-huh. because he's an amazing quarterback. Uh-huh. I, it's just it makes me so mad because Russell Wilson deserves to be the MVP. Lamar Jackson, as there. much and I love Lamar Jackson. He does. I do love. I even want to get Lamar Jackson jersey. I think he. He's great. He's not better than Vic, though. That's for another no. day. But my problem okay. is that Russell Wilson deserves the MVP because he's the most valuable player, not just to the NFL, but also to his team. He's the one who led his team to the sure. playoffs. And oh, sure. That, I mean, yeah, yeah. We can talk. I mean, I, I, oh, I'm all in so for, for a pro. And I mean, I think Lamar Jackson probably deserves the MVP. Or maybe Patrick Mahomes deserves the MVP, frankly. No. Because here's something I was thinking about the other day. Mm-hmm. Something very rare. I don't know. We'll do MVP stuff next week. Never mind. I'll do MVP stuff next week when that's relevant. I'll do, I'll do that later. But... And we can we can do that if you're here next week. We can do more MVP stuff because that's when that'll be more relevant. But this matchup, for you know, is there a team on either side that the NFL might have rather wanted to see? Yes. In which ones? And I'm not saying us or what you want. I'm saying like the league as a whole. Like if they're looking at it, like what do they want? Okay, so I think the Chiefs are the team they'd want to see the most on the AFC side, mm. if anything, just because it's Patrick Mahomes, and yeah. you have like. You know, Patrick Mahomes, they want to hype him up because he's, you know, he is like the face of the league, or if he isn't yet, he's mm-hmm. going to be. But And then the NFC side, yeah, I mean, do you think there's a team they would have rather seen made it? Uh, Yes, the Ravens. Well, they couldn't make it on the NFC side. I'm oh, saying, I'm sorry, you said NFC? Yeah. Oh, uh, you're saying, oh, you're saying sorry, that the league would have rather seen the Ravens make it over the Chiefs? Correct. I disagree. Can I tell you why? Because okay. what has the media been focused on this whole season? Oh, like Lamar Jackson. Lamar sure. Jackson. Sure. You know how great of the story would have been if he would have won the Super Bowl with that team? Sure. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I'm saying that. And also, I, just, I feel like I feel like they have a little more stock in Patrick Mahomes. They like do. there's a little more Patrick Mahomes stock. Or the Patriots. See, I don't think it's I see I the Patriots are always good. People hate them, but I don't know. I feel like the NFL is like, especially after this, because I don't think the Patriots would it would be an outstanding. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be the show that Patrick Mahomes is going to put on, but, and the NFL is kind of ready for that next level. But here's generation, th- which you kind of started to see, mm-hmm. but with this year. I mean, you had the next generation in the AFC for sure. Yes. But the thing is that with the Patriots, here's how I see it: uh, if Belichick and Brady would have won this Super Bowl, right, 
without a doubt in my mind, they would have retired, no. gone off in the sunset. I truly believe that. No, no, and, let, and I really truly believe that. And then who do you bring in their new quarterback? Because this, this also creates storylines for off-season things as well. Now, now you see those storylines already exist. Though and we're going to talk about them in a little but bit. But they are not. They're not going to be as. Oh, they're very spicy. As, as well, no, I'm not going to oh. say as but as important. Oh no, they're very important. Well, with the whole Brady moving. Oh yeah, we can talk. Well, we, no, no, no. I meant like the team. I'm talking about the Patriots team. Oh. Like if they would have won the Super Bowl in that yeah. matter, I feel like that no, would have been Belgium better than leave. the whole like gossip with Giselle cleaning her suite. Well, see, that like, would still all exist though. Yeah, I know, but it's not as good though, and it would have been better. I, yeah, feel I think like, it's better league. now because now because it's more believable. Because they're like, oh, Brady's mad. But we'll talk about that later. But, but see, I just think that the, like the NFL is very ready mm-hmm. for that next generation because it looked because there was a little bit there, mm-hmm. kind of between the Patrick Holmes of the world emerging, mm-hmm. where none of these young quarterbacks or most of them really were not taking off mm-hmm. and really establishing themselves. I mean, you had like look at the last couple. I mean, twenty fourteen. Nobody really from that class has really wound up sticking. I mean, no. Bridgewater looked like he would be the good one. And he's still a good. He's a great. But he has like he's not like he hasn't like supplanted the star. He's literally backing up yeah, exactly. one of the old guard of the quarterback. You exactly. Know, he didn't. He didn't really become part of the next. I mean, twenty fifteen like J- Winston and Bust. and Mariota having like amounted thirty to for any, thirty baby haven't amounted to anything. Like they're not like you know they they certainly have not become the star quarterbacks. Like Wentz and Goff have been. He's been okay. It's kind of yeah, but still like they haven't like average. They have, exactly, they haven't really stuck as like yeah. supplanting like you know like the Brady's and mm-hmm. the Rogers and the mm-hmm. Philip I mean, and the Drew Breeses of the world mm-hmm. is like you know like the next like but like now finally like now suddenly these young guys are coming now you can you have mm-hmm. that next generation of quarterbacks like, oh exactly. like you Mahomes Watson no. Lamar Jackson, Garoppolo exactly Garoppolo and if you think about Garoppolo and Mahomes eh, not really no. I know me. I know it's your show, but I want to ask you: Who do you think should win the Super Bowl? If base, if it was you're the NFL and uh-huh. you want, who would you want to win the Super Bowl? That's that between. Oh, well, if you want, if you're the NFL, you want it. I mean, you want Mahomes to win because you want Mahomes to be a champion, and you want people. You just you just want Mahomes to be the biggest thing in the world. You do. I mean, it's because you do, like if the if the 49ers, and I think the four the four niners are my favorite. I think the four niners are going to win. Same but here. If the 49ers win, you know, it's like Garoppolo. It's not going to be because of Garoppolo. Like Garopp, like Garoppolo's like he's not he's not really a star quarterback. Mm-hmm. So we kind of he still doesn't like. I mean, people will talk about him like he's one, but he's still not really going to be like mm-hmm. he's not really in that same tier as like those other young guys. Also, he's twenty eight, so he's not really a young exactly. guy, but he's not in that like he's still like he's not in that same tier as Lamar, as uh-huh. Watson, or as Mahomes. Like if he wins, it's going to be because they have like a good, and they have like a good balanced team, mm-hmm. and that's that's great. It's the 49ers, so that's, yeah, mm-hmm. that's good, but like it's not you don't have like that one like star that like the NFL can like hone in yeah. on and really make like. The next face of the league. They're not going to make Garoppolo the face of the league. They're not well, going to make Nick Boza the face of the uh, league. Uh, here's how I see it. I think they want the f- they should have the 49ers one because there are so many storylines if they win. One, oh, the next dynasty of the 49ers and the new era. Two, yeah. I mean, you have the Nick Bosa, rookie sensation, and in his yeah. rookie season winning the Super Bowl, the season he, he said, had, he said too many, he do it again? He said too many racist things on Twitter that the NFL We're can't, not counting about can't that. focus them too long. I mean, Sherman, Jimmy like, Garoppolo. No, look, like, there's a lot of good stuff with that team. Like uh, Kyle uh, Shanahan, like Kyle Shanahan. Over kind of overcoming his his demons from Super Bowl from there the Falcon Super Bowl yes. what was it fifty one fifty one yes fifty one because it was after my Broncos like, one <laughs> like Sh- like Shanahan like overcome I, just, I mean there's gonna be storylines no matter who wins the Super Bowl or, or like, there's I, always storylines and George Kittle you know I, I and there are so many storylines hey, with the Forty Nineers now if you think about the Chiefs 
what storyline do you well, have I mean, besides a whole bunch? And also with the 49ers, you have uh, well, I mean, Richard a- Sherman, by the way. Sure. I mean, you, I mean, you I can't mean, forget about Richard Sherman. Yeah, I mean, A, you have Patrick Mahomes winning, which I just think, exactly. once again, like the NFL. And then, I mean, you have Andy Reid winning his first. Like, oh, I want to see that so bad. You, I, you see, I don't because I don't think Andy Reid is that good of a coach. Andy Reid I don't think has, Andy Reid deserves it. He is a great coach, by the way. He's been an amazing coach. He made <laughs> Alex Smith a star. Okay, yeah. let's, let's yeah. think about that. By, he is an amazing coach. By the way. He's not the most I mean, he's deserving a t- coach. He's a top in the ten coach in the NFL. He's a top five coach in the NFL, but I think that's more an indictment of coaching in the I NFL. I feel like he's not the most deserving coach in the NFL of a Super Bowl, in my opinion. I know who that is, but I feel like they should. They want the 49ers to win instead of Patrick Mahomes no. because I feel like it would be. No. I feel like they should though. More storylines. Yeah, no, you see, but the story, the storylines are. It's Patrick Mahomes. He, he's the guy. Like, and especially since like he might not win another one for a while. Like after they end up paying him, mm-hmm. like. Forty million dollars, mm-hmm. and then then it becomes a lot harder because they have to play around that salary. So then maybe yep. he doesn't win one for a while. Mm-hmm. So you really want him to win one asap, so he at least can be a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yes. I mean, and he from doesn't. MVP to Super and he Bowl, that'd be great. Yeah, and he doesn't have that on his back. So like it's like oh like he can't be the face of the league. He's never won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like that's still there. Like you you want to get rid of that now because it might get harder after they pay him. No, here's the thing: if you're the Chiefs, you win. Yeah, that makes the 49, uh, 49ers more hungry. But the thing is that sure. think, think about the money that goes into each player that's on that 49ers team and the talent they have. Like Jimmy Garoppolo making $30 million to throw eight passes? Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, exactly. And think about the players who might demand more money after it because of this season. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's going to happen to any team. I mean, they've, they've run them. They, that but, team has been very well run. It is. It is. And they have a lot. Of, I, I don't really think they have any that many major players coming coming out. I mean, like Emmanuel Sanders is, is going to be a free agent. I believe he, I think it was only one year deal, but I think the I mean, he is. But like they don't have any real like Kittle's doesn't need to get paid yet. Garoppolo's paid. Bosa's still Bosa's paid. I think Sherman's still under like most of their like Kawan Alexander didn't even really play this year, and but I think their whole D line is under exactly. contract. And but they're all draft picks now. If you're the 49ers, you don't win the Super Bowl. Yeah, would you make a move for someone? No, I mean, you pro- I mean, probably. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't. I'm not ready to do 49ers offseason talk yet, honestly. But, but I mean, you know, I, you I, I don't think know. about like, those no, things. Like you probably, like you keep. I mean, yeah, they probably need to get like another receiver. Yeah, like, exactly. And like little things here and there. Exactly. I mean, like they have a really. Str- I mean, you can always make your old line better. No. But like they have like a strong exactly. team there. Now think about a. Now you know I'm just talking offseason. Sure. But think about a receiver who's been frustrated with his team recently because he they were supposed to be a super team. And they were awful and didn't even make the playoffs. Okay. Odell Beckham Jr. To the 49ers. I mean, I think Odell's going to be in play for the Patriots. Depends on for who they him, get. For the 49ers. Sure, Brady sure. But sure. I, I mean, yeah, sure. That I mean, would be great for I mean, the that's something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Odell could. Yeah, I mean, Odell being Cleveland is, like, just awful for the And league. then Odell it's gets to be in his star-studded Just California. awful for the NFL. Like, hey. just awful that Odell's in Cleveland. And that team not taking off. Like, they, they had a little too much too much, uh, too much well, stock in that team. you know, team. Baker lost his quarterback coach and had to go to, you know, with Fred Kitchen. Yeah. But, but that's yeah, another but day that's talk. Awful. But anyway, so back to this. So the Super Bowl <laughs> matchup this is the matchup. And I think it is... I don't. I don't call it the ideal matchup, but you know, if you're the NFL, you can't be upset with that. It's the trickiest matchup, and you still have two young quarterbacks. We're gonna be in the Super Bowl being featured in this game, which I think they're. You still have that. I think that's still good. I mean, even though like I don't think Garoppolo is like star tier, he's still the young quarterback. He's a handsome guy. There's storylines with him. I mean, like I'm not like. I don't sit like I am still not gonna like some people want to sit here and be like oh see they shouldn't have traded Garoppolo I I I still think that I I'm still not mad about them trading Garoppolo I'm not mad at my it. only issues with I mean my only my only issues with the Garoppolo still I think it was the right to say I, I I've said this for two three years now 
Trading Garoppolo was the right move. It was. The way it was handled, they didn't handle it well. They could have gotten more for him. Yeah. They should have traded him that offseason, not they should have traded him the offseason before, mm-hmm. not halfway through that season. Mm-hmm. Like Belichick knew they weren't going to be able to keep him. I have a lot, yeah. I have issues with that. But overall, I, I'm not like they it, it's worked out. Brady played as long as mm-hmm. it, Brady has Brady played at a high level for as long as they needed him to play at a high level mm-hmm. for that trade to be worth it. And also Garoppolo, he just, I mean like he's been fine this year. Exactly. Like he d- he didn't even throw 4000 yards. Like well because the thing with he was fine, but like if he like if he was Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes. right, would be like okay, like that uh, maybe maybe that would have been worth like <laughs> scrapping like even like a couple good years of Brady. Exactly. But they have won two Super. They didn't win a Super Bowl since then. They no, made another one. They did. I think the biggest problem, and I think Garoppolo is replaceable. Like I think they is. can. I think they can get somebody who can play up to that level. Oh, without a doubt. And remember. Jimmy Garoppolo is not like something special. That's my point. Like, he yeah, yeah, like you're saying. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, if he was like, like I said, like if he was out there, like, like if he was Patrick Mahomes, I'd be like, oh. Now, now, if they didn't spend so much money on, Pat, I mean, uh, Garoppolo, my bad. Yeah. Think about a quarterback has been going off that no one thought would be doing this great with this team. Tannehill. Tannehill. Oh, I do. Yeah. He'd be. I think he'd be good there. Like if, if the Garoppolo didn't happen. Nah. I mean, I no. I mean, they've asked him to do more than Tannehill did. I think they got. I think. I think Mike Vrabel got every last drop out of Tannehill that he could. He's a great coach, by the way. Can we oh, just he's been phenomenal. Oh my God, he's been, like, he's a phenomenal. Like that's the he other thing. Every, well, that's the thing. The everyone. that's the thing I've said for a long time. The NFL needs even more than a like new good <laughs> quarterbacks is new good coaches. Now, when you say that, there's one coach in the league, like I said earlier. By the name of Bruce Arians, you might have heard of him. Oh, sure. Who deserves a Super Bowl ring? Oh, I think Bruce Arians is good. I'm surprised that I'm surprised he couldn't turn around. The, I'm surprised the Bucks didn't do better this year with him. But I mean, think him. I think like it's been some good young coaches. I mean, Sh- I mean, obviously you have Shanahan, who I thought was an idiot. I hope Cam Newton goes there because he'd be a good fit with he Bruce might, yeah. Arians. He'd be something. But yeah, like I thought, like Shanahan. I mean, that's another thing. You have Shanahan in the Super Bowl. Mm. That's a young coach. You had. I mean, you had. I mean, in the championship weekend, you had three first or second year. Shan's in the second year, right? Yes. You had three, three of your coaches were first or second year head coaches. Yeah. You had Rabel, who's been just great for them. He's been phenomenal. He's been great. Okay, had great for them. Exactly. Shanahan. You had Lafleur, yep. who even though I think Lafleur looked like an idiot, championship weekend, and it, in oh, the end, no. it's still not helping them any more than McCarthy did. Oh, without a doubt. Appa- no. Apparently, like and now McCarthy. Them Cavaliers. They're still losing in the <laughs> NFC Championship game, so what does it matter? Exactly. And then you had Shanahan, who, who, who once again, I, I thought was an idiot after the Super Bowl. I what? genuinely thought, like, his decision-making in that Super Bowl was so indefensibly bad. Oh, that was bad. Now, you just brought up, you But know, still, like, young coaches who are successful, that's what the NFL kind of needs. Because I think that a good coach is going to turn around a team quicker than a good quarterback. Exactly. Because at least like if you have a good coach, if you don't have a great quarterback, at least you can have like the structure to at least mm-hmm. if not be great, at least not be terrible. Like you're never going to see a Bill Belichick team ever again. Not go like 8 and 8. Because he can like cuz no matter who he has, like at least when you have a good coach, there can be like there can be a structure. Like things can it can be functional. So That's if every team in the NFL at least had a decent I've always said this, if every team in the NFL had a B if you could give every team in the NFL a beer above coach or a beer above quarterback, mm-hmm. a beer above coach would make a better league. 
I totally agree with you. Make it so that is great that you're seeing young coaches. I mean, even you had McDermott, who I think is oh. great. I think Sean McDermott has been phenomenal. But, you know, you brought up a good point. You asked me a question earlier. I didn't say an NFC team. I said an yep. AFC team because I thought you said AFC. A team that they would rather have it, uh, win the NFC and go to the Super Bowl? Sure. The Cowboys. Yeah. I see it. Dak Prescott. I mean, yeah. Ezekiel Elliott. I Jerry mean, yeah. Jones. But I'm talking about the teams that made team. it. Sure. Exactly. I mean, yeah, they, they could. They could. That's who I see. If the NFL wanted the team to win, just oh, sure. I mean, they'd love to see the Cowboys. Eventually How do about the Cowboys? But no, I mean, I just, I, I don't know. This, this, this is a good. Like the NFL can't complain about this matchup. Like no, this they is, can't. They can't. They this, love it. this is a strong matchup for the NFL. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of the things being featured that they want. You have young coaches, young quarterbacks, you know, MVPs, Andy Reid. Yeah, MVP. California. Yeah. Miami. Miami. Yeah. Shakira. <laughs> The whole thing. Flow rider. Thi- <laughs> is Flow rider gonna? No, I'm just saying that because his name's oh. Florida. He's probably gonna be in the halftime. Show. You know, yes. Well, now that you said Who's it. Who's even at the halftime show? It's it's a Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. But now that you said it, they're probably gonna bust oh, out. Oh no, I knew like it was. Oh, I thought. Oh, you know, what? I was thinking of last year. Sorry, I was but, about to say Mer- no, never mind. It was last year. Oh, no, was, no, it was. I don't remember Lady who. Gaga. Lady Gaga. Gaga last year? Was Lady oh, Gaga. Yeah. And then Mer- was it Maroon Five the year before? Was it? Mer- I think it was. Wasn't it two years before that? I don't know. I knew Maroon Five. Yeah, I forget because I don't care. <laughs> I'm not. I'm watching. I'm not paying attention. Exactly. Well, have, well, they have to have better talent than yeah. Shakira and Jennifer Lopez. Who cares? Well, Shakira's nice, yeah. but I meant like you know you have to have. No, it's a good person. halftime show. She, she, like I really like her voice. Her voice is amazing. I don't. I don't care. They should have a better one. Who cares about the halftime? That's a good halftime show. No, it's a good. Ha- you're in Miami. Like that's a good halftime show. Uh, why not have Will Smith come out? Why would Will Smith? Miami? No, it's well, a good halftime show. Miami. Maybe he will. You t- why are you <laughs> ruling it out? Like, why are you ruling it out? But or like, ah, be happens. more modern instead of mainstream. Yeah, like, why do you want? Do you want to go Drake? Want to go get Drake? Get Drake. Maybe Drake will show up. I don't know. I think it's a good halftime show. I think you get or had the you, bubble bowl. You got <laughs> finally. You got, you got some people who they already did that. No, Maroon they only did five that. seconds. Five seconds, and that was it. Well, They're you can't like, do it every. <laughs> that's no, all you get. Why can't you just have SpongeBob come out like every year? Come, no, like every, this, just this year. Just the, no, just this year, and then like, I don't know. I have like Prince's hologram the following years and start recreating the old but, Oh, now that you said it, yeah, I guess. but yeah, I think, it's, I think it's gonna be like I think it's gonna be a good Super Bowl. Like I think it will be. I too. do, want, I do want to dive in. I mean, like it's it's, it's, disa- it's disappointing that the Patriots did do it because uh-huh. after the Ravens lost, I was like, oh, oh, this was very doable. Yep. Oh, this was this was incredibly doable. Well, remember the Ravens? They ran a college offense. And yeah. They just got figured out by the Titans because Mike Vrabel's. I don't know awesome what, I don't know what they did. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Lamar Jackson better not go into a slump now. I hope not. No, me too. I think that is that that could honestly end up being an issue for them because now two years in a row now. I just know I'm getting eagerly he, Cam Newton. He's been eliminated. Mm-hmm. His first game in the postseason. Well, so like that the, that does Baker. Well, that's <laughs> my, well, that's well, it's better, but still, like now suddenly, like that's going to be the narrative with Lamar Jackson. Like no matter what kind of year he has, ne- even if he has like a repeat MVP mm-hmm. caliber year, it's still all season I'm going to be ball. now. Well, who cares? What's he gonna do in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. And I'll probably be saying it too, honestly. But it's exactly. like, oh, who cares how good his regular season is? Oh, cool, he has a thousand or rushing Odell yards. Or could go there. Well, no, maybe. But it's like, oh, he's a thousand rushing yards. That's cool. But what's he gonna do? Is he gonna? Is he gonna finally win a playoff game? He like, needs a good receiver. He really does. They could. They, they could outwin that. But still, it's just now that. Like, I hope that because th- I think Lamar Jackson is exciting. I think he's good. I think he's going to get better. Mm-hmm. I think he's still an ascending player. He is. I think he still has a lot more that he can like add to his game mm-hmm. that will really make him a monster. So I just hope that like, because that people are gonna be saying it all year. Myself included, but I just hope that that doesn't like 
weigh on him and that doesn't hold mm-hmm. him back and that doesn't just like mm-hmm. i hope it doesn't get in his head i hope it doesn't i hope it because he's very know. young like he's very good his, i mean john harbar pointed out he's younger than joe than joe burrow is he is. By the way, you got to also realize he's also a Heisman Trophy winner, by the way. Oh, he is. And oh, a yeah, lot sure. People, a lot of people do not give him enough credit as, like, oh, my God, he I won the Heisman. Don't care. Because of, you know, no offense, Johnny Manziel and him, yeah. like, uh, and Mariota. James Winston. James Winston. That's awful. <laughs> it's not a great list. Never mind. Exactly. Never That's mind. Never That's mind. why I think. No, the Heisman but list. he deserves. And his time in Louisville, he no, was also the main star. He and now, great. So I think he's one of the only rare players, like, recently, uh-huh. in recent memory, that could have that amazing of a college career that have that of an NFL season. I mean, plenty of players did. What? No, I bet as quarterback. Well, that's great. I don't want to get into this. That I, I can talk. I can talk draft stuff all day with you. I'm mm-hmm. not doing that right now. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go through every quarterback and be like, well, how good were they yeah, in yeah, college? Yeah. But how good they are? We're not doing that. All right. But, but I mean, Deshaun Watson. Yes, he, he's no, he's doing fantastic. But, but anyway, so <laughs> I don't want to do that right now. But anyway, so well, like I said, I mean, there was like a gap. Did there he win the Heisman, like, Deshaun Watson? I think he did. did he? I, don't I don't know. think he did. Did he not? But anyway, I, I mean, he won a championship. But no, I was talking about Heisman. Like I said, like there was, like I said, there was like that couple year gap where none of these like young quarterbacks that were coming out were really like <coughs> ascending. And for a while, it was like, oh, well, they need a few years to. Exactly. It was kind of my thing. It was like, oh, well, they, they need a few years. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. your Teddy Bridgewater, your Jameis Winston, your Mariotas, your Goffs, your Wences. They need a few years to kind of develop. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that that's not, that that's not true. But they just that's suck right. because all these quarterbacks now, they're all in their first and second exactly. years. And they're winning MVPs. Exactly. They're winning playoff games. Like, oh, you all just sucked. Exactly. You but, all just, oh, you bums just suck. Exactly. And you got to realize this is a different game in the NFL than college because of the tempo. But yeah, I'm just saying, like, these quarterbacks are actually, actually, no, like, the great quarterbacks are just good immediately. It's true. They're just good right away. Uh, not always. Well, not always. But you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I get, no, I get your point, though. But never mind. Like, no, like, it's like Jameis Winston. You don't need time to develop. You just suck. Exactly. Or you just be Joe Namath, have a Super Bowl, and yeah. be considered a GOAT, even though mm-hmm. your stats, stats were really awful. And te- Or you be Terry Bradshaw, have awful stats, yeah, or, or you be just, a Hall of Famer. Or you just be ta- <laughs> or just Tannehill, and you just kind of hope. Like, I mean, like. I think maybe like Mar- I think there's still a chance for Mariota and Winston if they go somewhere else, just because if they go somewhere else, they wanted the same pressure that they have on them now. You know, like what? if they're put in a situation exactly. similar to Tannehill, mm-hmm. where nobody's expecting anything out of them, mm. they might actually. Perform. Which, by the way, still says that they're probably not franchise guys. <laughs> if having if they need to not have any pressure on them exactly. to perform. Still probably doesn't mean a lot, and it's not going to be sustained, but... They're good backups at the moment. Maybe. like. Well, here's my... Like, thing. if the Patriots take a flyer on a guy like that, I'm not going to be mad. I would say I would see Mariota, but not Winston at New England. I see... Yeah. I See, I see Winston backing up Cam Newton in Tampa. Maybe. Uh, well, see, I don't think they'll be paying both of them. I think, like... I oh, st- no, no, no. Let me say this. Tampa's definitely going to undercut Cam Newton, without a doubt, but it's very rightfully so that happens. Well, see, I don't even know if Cam Newton's going to leave now that Matt Rule's there. I don't know. I think like I think they still might end up keeping him. I don't know. I don't. Hey, no, they better not. I think they might still keep him. Well, it's a new coach, new. St- it's just I don't know how they feel about him. I think him and DeAndre Hawkins would be good together. I mean, anybody would be good with DeAndre Hawkins. No, <laughs> like that has been proven. Like Brian Hoyer was good with DeAndre. TJ Yates was good with DeAndre That's Hawkins. Right, Brandon <laughs> Brandon Whedon was good. I with forgot De- about Brandon. Whedon. Brandon Whedon started a playoff game for the I Texans. About that. You don't right. remember? No, you know who I do. Brock Tom Osweiler, Sa- Tom Savage. Tom Savage. And I, oh, that's a fun game. Did Listing. I say DeAndre Hopkins? I, would say, I said Mike Evans. 
You said DeAndre Hopkins. No, oh, I meant to say Mike Evans. I'm sorry. No, I was. I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry. Cam I'm Newton sorry. goes to the Texans. No, 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 oh no, I said to the Bucks. Him and yeah. Mike Evans. I'm sorry. I mean, sure, Bruce Aaron, yeah. I mean, maybe. I, I, I would like to see that squad. Yeah. Uh, and I don't I like don't, Cam Newton. I hate him. I, I, hate I Cam don't know. I, I don't like him. I don't. Uh, I don't know. We'll see but yeah, no. So yeah, quarterbacks in the NFL always. Always important to, to to dish on them. And another quarterback situation going on, of course, with the New England Patriots. We'll get into that, though, in just a few minutes. We're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to the Stadium Experience with Jake Elmsley on 90.7 WXIN. And we will be right back in just a minute. And welcome back, everybody, to the Stadium Experience. Jake Elmsley, David Blaze here alongside me. We've been talking Celtics. We've been talking NFL Super Bowl matchup. We're about done with uh, the big picture NFL stuff. So we're diving a little bit more. Going to bring him back home. Patriot stuff. Tom Brady. Finally going to chime in on that mess. And if you want to chime in yourself, you don't forget to call in at 401-456-8787. Once again, the phone number to get on the show is 401-456-8787. Hope you hear your thoughts. Anyway, with that, we'll get back into things here. And yeah, we've been dancing around it, David. Oh, I've been mm-hmm. dancing around it. The Tom Brady <laughs> contract situation. Which yeah. obviously, Tom Brady, we all know, he's been a free, he's been a free agent to be. His contract has been voided by the team, mm-hmm. and his status as in you know in fairly some people. I mean, some people like to act like this. It's 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 a ridiculous thing to talk about, which I think mm-hmm. is insane. That people like there are people out there who are like, oh, why does it even matter? Like, why are you asking him about this stuff? Like, it's 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 really it's really important. It's uh, it's it's really important. But Tom Brady, I know mm. it's 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 annoying. Who cares? Well, it's it's important because it is sort of integral. It is. This is a obviously like this is a this is a crossroads for the Patriots. The future of Tom Brady obviously is really ties into everything else they do this offseason, I feel like. You know, that's true. And it does, and it does, and it ties into it doesn't it no ties into the dynasty, yada yada yada, and it is big deal. Now there is that March twenty eighth deadline where if he's not signed by that deadline, he has a 13 and a, like whether or not they sign him to a new contract mm-hmm. after the fact or not, if he's not signed before, I believe the date mm-hmm. is March 28th. Mm-hmm. There will be a 13 and a half million dead cap hit on the Patriots salary. Mm-hmm. So to have that to factor in, because if they do that, even if then they turn around and sign him a week later, because that's like right when free agency mm-hmm. opens, I believe, or when does free agency open? Whenever it it's, and he, Tom Brady, and obviously, people, and if people want to say it doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. It means a lot. Brady has obviously, mm-hmm. Brady has obviously been operating differently. Now, let me say this: He said he wasn't going to take the hometown cut, which no, he's been doing for years. But I think he's very will. He, he, he like, has every right to not take that hometown cut. No, I'm sorry, cut. I'm, and I'm not faulting Tom Brady for doing it. Like Tom Brady can do whatever he wants. Yes. I'm not. I am not faulting him at all. No, he, he, he should not be been, thankful and grateful for what he's yes, done. Yes, absolutely. He is the Patriot. Yeah, I know, and I. It's fine. Like if this is the end, like it's no, like no, no Patriot fan exactly. should be upset. 
Oh, you mean if he goes to the Jets? If no, Tom, I'm joking. <laughs> if Tom, if Tom Brady leaves, no, nobody, I, nobody no. should feel anything toward, and, uh, besides like, admiration. Yada yada yada. Because Tom Brady, you know, Tom Brady. Do, we talked about, or obviously, we talked about earlier in the show how the Chiefs better win now mm-hmm. because if they don't, when they pay Patrick Mahomes, yep. it's a different world. Exactly, it is, and that's because he'll be taking top money. And Brady not doing that mm-hmm. has been maybe the biggest luxury that the Patriots have had in the course of this dynasty because being able to have that kind of quarterback play. And every, I mean, this is not this is not a hot, this is a freezing cold take mm-hmm. that everybody's said a billion times. But Tom, you know, being able to have a quarterback of that magnitude, of that ability at that much of a discount, which really no other team gets unless they have a guy on a rookie contract. It's just like that's that's a cheat code. It is like that is ge- like I don't that is like that is genuinely and they did. He's not though. No, that is gen- but that but that alone in a, from a team building perspective is that's a cheat code. See now here's my problem because and, when he, and he has not been the same player the last two years. Well, that but think about his age. I know age is he's sure. forty one at forty two. He's gonna be yeah, 42. 42. Yep. All right, 40. All right, 41, whatever. Anyway. Oh, he's 42. Think, all right, it's, so I was it's, right. I it's was that right. high. So 42. So think about it like this. Think about all of the great court or not the great, but they'll be 43 the, at the start of next season. Exactly. Think about the quarterbacks that were old but still went to different teams. You have Brett Favre, you have Kurt Warner, it's uh, Joe well, Montana well, I mean, when listen, he was well, I mean, listen, Brady, Brady's but, Brady's defied every age related that's thing. The thing though. Like, that's Brady's the thing. playing. Older than anybody. You cannot compare Tom Brady to any other person no. who has done in that. And plus, you have to also think about the magnitude of his success. There's, yes. I mean, maybe Joe Montana. But the thing is that with Joe Montana, you'd even tell, like, he was slipping, though. But you can't even compare Joe Montana to Tom Brady. No, because Tom Brady is the greatest Montana of all time. Montana was in his 40s. Exactly. When he was doing like, That's the point. Like, none of those guys were. I mean, Brett Favre was in his 40s. Uh, I, even, think I think Kurt Warner was just at the start. I don't uh, I think so. Look. But either way, like, nobody has played as well as Tom Brady at his age. Nobody. Yes. There's nobody. But anyway, so Tom Brady. His decision, it's big. And there, there's a good chance that he goes somewhere else. At least there's a good chance he pursues it. And it, the fact that he's even playing the game this year, which he's never done. Yes. He's, he's never, you know, he's Leads. never he's never flirted with other teams. No, he hasn't. He's never sent mixed messages to the Patriots mm-hmm. to, like, that have implied, like, that he might go. So he's never done that. So yeah. he's playing the game. And that alone, like, even if he does end up resigning, and I think that, I still think the Patriots are probably the favorite to get him. Like if you're if you're giving every other team a percent, like the Patriots, they're the like the Patriots are like over fifty percent chance that they resign Tom Brady, but the fact yes. it's a question is still is, is so, so significant imp- is so different. And then if and once again like the capper, it's it's a tight like I said it's a tricky situation because it's. How much do you want to pay him? Mm-hmm. How much is he worth at this juncture in his yeah. career? How long of a deal do you want to give him? Does he want top quarterback money? Mm-hmm. How much is somebody else willing? How much are the Chargers willing to give him? Mm-hmm. How much are the Bears willing to give him? Well, the- How much are the Raiders, whose yeah. owner he had a 20-minute conversation with? Willing to give. Well, I think the thing at is... At the McGregor fight. <laughs> the thing is that you also have to realize what it's all about how they're going to use him. Do they want him to train a young quarterback or they want no, him to be well, a star franchise well, that's, quarterback? That's, not, that's never like, that's not in the cards for anybody. Like Brady has made it abundantly clear that he's not mentoring anybody. Like that's, that no, is, but the thing is that 
Well, no, I, what I'm trying to say is that owners have certain expectations or sure. want certain things for people. Like when Aaron Rodgers was drafted, you know Brett Favre did not give one no, he single didn't. crap didn't, about he him. He talked to him. That's the thing. He yeah, talked but Brady did with Garoppolo. Exactly. Like Brady didn't give one single crap. Like wanted him out of there. Exactly. He got him. He got him so out of there. He it won. It depends on what the expectations like, of the owner. Brady's is. not going to be a mentor. so you just have to take that now. Think oh, about sure. a team like any team that signs Brady. Like I think they, I think that they understand that they're not getting him in exactly. the like, team. Like he's not coming in to teach anybody. Now think about a struggling team right now with sure. a sort of veteran wide receiver. Doesn't have a young quarterback or sure. a bright future at all. That's really tanking. But if you got Tom Brady, more media would be on you. The Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, he's not going to the Bengals. No chance. But I mean, he's he's gonna have better teams that want him. And you see him or the Jets? I see him going to the Jets. Uh maybe. With him working with Sam uh, Sam Darnold. Well, he's not I, gonna work with him. No, I <laughs> like bet just, like, like, like I said, if Sam Darnold's struggling, you put Tom Brady or Tom Brady struggling, you put Sam. Like I think that. No, he's not going anywhere unless they're committing to him. Unless he is the guy. Exactly. And you're getting whatever you're gonna be paying. Let's think, That's exactly what, true as well. What is the market gonna be like? Because there are a lo- there are a lot of moving parts to this. Because I can't guarantee you, right? Because I can't sit here and tell you bo- that there's a guarantee. That there's because I think I I don't I can't sit here and tell you that there's a guarantee that there's going to be a thirty million dollar contract waiting no. for Tom Brady. And you gotta also realize, think about Eli Manning uh-huh. leaving the Giants. Sure, could be who, the Giants. Now who did the Giants just hire? Some no name wide receiver coach from the New England sure. Patriots. And think about it like this: Tom Brady, a veteran quarterback, would work great with um what's it, uh, Daniel Jones. Sure, great with Daniel Jones. I mean, I of course no, the mentor won't. thing. Well, do a thing. No, no, no. We'll but I think it would be him. great for Daniel Jones to see. That would be great for Daniel Jones to have. <laughs> we'll to show see up, him. hand him his hand him his pads, and walk <laughs> yeah. away. He's not exactly. Gonna... No, but what I'm trying to say it'd be no, great it, for Daniel Jones well, to have. Here's him. Like, we can we can talk. We can list destinations. Yes. We can we can we can we can we can list it. That's not necessarily what needs to be talked. What it is, it's just kind of generally. And wow, what, how shocking it is. What's the market? Mm-hmm. What's the price tag going to be? Mm-hmm. And what are the Patriots, you know, what are they go like, what will it cost them? Because I think it's because I think if the Patriots turned around tomorrow mm-hmm. and offered him like a top of the line one or two year deal, he'd take it. I, I do think he'd take it. I think because I think he wants the money. I think he wants the respect that comes with the money. I think that's mm-hmm. a part of it. Mm-hmm. I think the Patriots probably, it feels like reading it, the Patriots maybe kind of. Kind of got a little too comfortable just expecting him to take these pay cuts. But you should. This is my problem. Tom Brady is considered the greatest quarterback of all time. And every single person who loves NFL and knows anything about football probably knows that. Sure. Tom Brady has single-handedly probably brought millions and millions of people who have never watched football or haven't oh, sure, cared about sure. football to bring it to the NFL. So like his wife. For, ex- well, yeah, his wife. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like his, his wife, wife who hates it and wants exactly. nothing to do with it. Exactly. So, and if, who we might be having marital exactly. problems with if you believe the gossip magazine. So if you're Tom Brady, should you even care about w- the contract? You think he shouldn't. No, that's that, that's, that's why I'm so upset. But you see, this offseason, it seems like he does. Which I, which, that's my problem, though, that well, he's caring. I think it's... I think it's just a respect. Like it has, it can't unless he just really needs the money, which he doesn't. I no, think he it's doesn't. A, I think it's a respect thing. If I was Tom Brady, you know what I'm doing? I'm retiring, and he's, I'm going to focus not, on TV twelve. But I retiring. know he's not going to retire. He's, but that's he's my said, problem. He said he's not going to retire. And by the way, I think him not. Re- I think him continuing mm-hmm. to play at a high mm-hmm. level is the best thing possible for TV twelve. Mm-hmm. Like that's the best. That's the best commercial in the world for TV twelve. Like, Who cares? He's a Tom freaking Brady. Well, I think well the point of the TV twelve is that it's supposed to like make you able to play like, Tom Brady, lo- like longer well, and make you able to like stay you know in your 
your prime. I know longer. it's about his brand, but well, like that, the whole brand is literally like I can take you, and if you like stick to my routine, like you can you can be pliable and be athletic forever. Yeah. And you also have which to think obviously, about if he's like I played till I was forty five. Yeah, exactly. Like that's the best thing possible. And you gotta realize Tom Brady is also. I really believe this. Single-handedly evolved the lead and yeah. has affected about sure. 80% of the league's decisions listen, and listen, personal listen. decisions. We can sit here and gush about Tom Brady all we want. If I we, just think he's being ridiculous and stupid and he he's smart enough. And he's just doing it because of his brand and he could care less about the money. It's, it's, not, because, it's not the... It's his determination well. As him well. playing, Him playing because he wants to keep playing. He can still play at a high level and he should still keep playing if he wants to keep playing. But the money thing, it's a respect thing. That's what it is. That's what it means to guys. But how, if it's Be, a respect because thing... Because he has... Because he looks at it and he's like... Because there, there are points when Tom Brady's like typically been in like the bottom half of the league for compensation. Yes. And maybe there's a certain part point where he's like, you know what? I don't like the fact that I'm making less money than Derek Carr. I don't like that. You know, like, I can sit here and say that I wouldn't care about that. But also, I get kind of miffed about how much I make at my job sometimes. Right, if and you, I'm a nobody. If you want to talk about respect, Derek Carr, he's not going to be a Hall of Fame player. Tom Brady, guaranteed first battle Hall of point. Famer. That's, but he shouldn't it's, care about the respect he he's making me. But he does. Which and is that, awful. But that's the situation. And this is hurting him actually more than it I might think. Be, I don't think it's hurting him. I don't think any. I don't think in the end anybody's gonna really look at him and be like, "Wow, what a dick." You want to be paid? You want to be paid what you deserve? You suck. And he has every right to deserve. Well, that's the point. Like, but but it's how he <laughs> like, addresses this guy it. who's literally never been paid. What he the way he's been addressing. And also, you got to take this last no. season. He has been very vocal and assault. No, not assaulting. But very verbal and going after his teammates, which is very. Oh, I don't rare think. He's, I don't think. I don't, yeah, I haven't liked. The, I haven't liked the way Brady's conduct himself. Exactly. Last year, so. No, so, I haven't liked that. If you want to leave, Tom, if you're a New England Patriots fan listening and you you care about Tom Brady, I'm sorry, but you shouldn't. So you should just say oh, bye bye, no, Tom. You, no, you go wherever you no, want. No, 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 we'll no. move on. We'll get Trevor Lawrence in the draft. Eh, bye bye. Well, no, no, I wouldn't go that far because I think. No, listen, Tom. Tom Brady's like his unwillingness to work with rookies that's hurt the team. His attitude hasn't been great. Mm. As at least hasn't been, but he's still. He's still Tom Brady. He's still him being here still gives this team their best chance to win, mm-hmm. to continue the success, mm-hmm. building around him. So it's just but like I said, like I said, let me get to the question I want to ask. If you're the Patriots, mm-hmm. are you comfortable paying Tom or if you're any team, are you comfortable paying Tom Brady? Say he says he wants two and sixty. Two years, sixty million, wants thirty million per year, which no. is what the top quarterbacks make. That's what Garoppolo that's what Garoppolo makes. Yeah, but Garoppolo's Garoppolo. That's though. my point. Like that's what Garoppolo that's what the good quarterbacks make. If he wants a one like say he wants a one and one mm-hmm. for thirty million per, mm-hmm. are you giving him that? No. You're not and you're focus uh, if you're all right, if you're if you're any team, like if you any team, no, you're not giving it to him. I don't I don't know. That, that what is the top dollar that a team is willing to pay? Because I think the Patriots, if they want him, they're going to have to pay him top dollar. I do think I, he might take a little off the top, depending on. But if like if a good team, I'm not saying he's just going to the highest bidder. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. I think he's going to the best, like the like the best combo of situation and money yep. combined with. But if there's a, I think I don't think he's. Like if you're the Patriots, you need to offer him comparable to what these other teams offer him if you want to keep him, which they might not want to by them. Mm. I can believe that Bill Belichick thinks he can win without Tom Brady. He's I, done it before. I he was part of that Giants team that won. Yeah, the Super Bowl. no, like I believe he can. It also is a part of me that believes that Belichick that, but, that Belichick wants that more than anything. See now, if you're to, if you're every team in the NFL, well, let's talk about the Patriots. If you're sure. the Patriots, sure, you're probably going to be the highest bidder for Tom Brady without a doubt. Because I don't think they, that team. I don't think they might not. But be. here's the thing: they you're, might not you, be because they also have that but, handicap, by the way, of 
whatever they pay Tom Brady, exactly. they have to add either if it's after March 28th, mm-hmm. 13 and a more to that basically because they'll be carrying that in dead cap. Or but, if they sign it before, it's halves. Now, if you if it's a respect thing, this is what you do. Tom Brady, like thirty million or sixty million, you throw out. This is what you offer Tom Brady. Tom, you're forty two. You're gonna be forty three at the start of the season. You have made the Patriots what they are mm-hmm. and are the reason why the dynasty exists. But it wasn't all you as well. You also uh, had a lot of people over the years, and we have a lot of young talent we need to focus on as well, such as Stephon Gilmore, the McCourty brothers. Yeah. So not, so, not the McCourty brothers are not young. Well, well, they're both in their mid thirties, early thirties. Yeah. But so anyway, I get, I get productive. What I get what we're saying. No, but that's what they've always done. So if you're the Patriots and it's a respect and ego thing, you offer him max a two-year, thirty million dollars, fifteen per year. Oh no, that's and, not going to do oh, it. Oh, no, I know it's not going to go. That's not going to do it. But like, here's the thing. And then you go. You know what, Tom? You've meant so much. We'll even put a new damn statue in front of the stadium. No, for you him. cannot do that because you're, if it's you're not doing. Respect, you're not doing fifteen per call year. Call his bluff. No, that's not. That's not like that. Like they should just not offer him because that's rude. Like that's disrespectful. Like no, it's not disrespectful. For forty, when's the last time you heard about a forty-two-year-old quarterback? When's the last time you heard about thirty, a forty-year-old quarterback being the MVP? Oh my gosh, really? Look I'm just passing. saying. Like I know what you're saying, but also like for the caliber of production he's had, like you're not, you're not paying. You're not getting. You're not getting like Jameis Winston for fifty million dollars. No, you're not. Like exactly. Like, you're not getting that. Like that. Like quarterbacks. Like. Middling quarterbacks make that kind of money. By the way, hot take: this offseason is gonna see if oh, how Brady's legacy goes. As like, it's gonna it's gonna affect his legacy. You as know well. what? The end of guys' careers never really affects their legacy. Like people act really? like it does in the moment. Really, it, it doesn't. Does really? Do you, does Jordan playing with the Wizards affect his legacy? Really? Like, do you think about that when you think about Jordan? No, because the difference between Brady and uh, Brady and Jordan is Jordan single-handedly revolutionized the game of basketball. You just said that Brady did that. No, he did. No, he <laughs> you, made the you, effective you decisions. You just said that. No, Brady. no, no. He wasn't the first great. No, Joe Montana was the considered ego. Sure. So, so there was nothing like Michael Jordan before him. And you know Tom Brady. There have been plenty of amazing quarterbacks. He is the winner. Sure, I'm just saying that like was the end, like no matter like if Brady goes somewhere else mm-hmm. and he sucks for a year and he retires, that doesn't affect Brady's legacy. Real like that that doesn't really. Well, like, people will say in the yeah, moment it does. How he handles it will. I don't think how's he gonna handle. It? I don't think the way he's handling it is good. Is bad for his legacy. I don't I, like. He's just. He's trying. He's he's doing what every other free agent does, and just it's which just, is awful. And it's awful. It's that just sports what he's, has come to this. It's just what he never. Did. It's just he's negotiating. Sports is no longer a team thing. It is a you individual know, it's, thing. No, it's what every. He's doing what every other free agent does, and I think every other free agent is right to. Bill Belichick has done this crap before. Like you had it coming out a couple weeks ago. Like it came out. Earlier this week, like Gary Tangway was like, oh, yeah, by the way, a couple years ago, like Belichick was like flirting with the Giants and the Redskins. Guess what? He probably never intended to go to those teams. He was just doing it to be like, hey, crap. Let's just see what's out there. Give me more money. Other teams will say it's, it's what everybody but, does in every contract situation. Well, Belichick's more deserving of doing that because it's more everybody, everybody, the, and you even brought everybody, the point. every a bad everybody is deserving of. He's just I, you know what? Like he he probably doesn't want to go to the stupid Raiders, but guess what? He's talking to Mark Davis because it shows his interest out there. Like hey hey, go- the Raiders might sign me. They're inter- it's it's not it's what sports is. Well, sports is ridiculous it. though. With that, I don't think so. I think it is. It's a part of it. It's what it's the world. I don't mind to like go out there and get all the money you can. Like whoever you are, like so go out. Oh really? Play the game. Like screw these billionaires. Like yeah. it's it's what it is. Like I can't be mad at the guy really? for doing what every free agent does ever. Oh, uh, think about 
there are bad ways to handle it. Think about one player hey, in the NFL. Tight. There's one sure. player in the NFL I can think of that was the franchise player for years and single-handedly brought the team to the Super Bowl year after year. And this guy was such a humble, respectful player. Uh-huh. He kept his mouth shut. He didn't even celebrate after getting a touchdown. Uh-huh. You know who I'm talking about? I don't say Russell Wilson. No, okay. Barry Sanders. He is a man who had never brought is, any issue a with weird any comparison. It's not he's not cre- okay, but Brady isn't creating issues by negotiating. Like he's maybe he's bluffing. Maybe he's just gonna come back anyway. Well, that's what I said with the Patriots. Call his bluff. Maybe that's what I said to do. He calls bluff by giving him a still reasonable. You don't get fifty million. You offer him like twenty twenty five. Like, well, that's mm-hmm. what Drew Brees makes. Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of the going rate for a forty for a mid forties quarterback. Like, mm-hmm. and he's and, like, oh, fine. And if you want to, and if Robert Kraft wants to pull a Jerry Jones and make comments like he did with Ezekiel Elliott in the off season, you know what? That's still they a, go do it. I would. That's absolutely still a part agree of it. Like, I, I think that's a little. I mean, I think like, and I, like the I don't think more I don't think Kraft would. I don't think Kraft would ever do that. I know they're too close to he, friends. He loves Bray. I think like that's just like like you know like you don't you don't you don't want to look like the guy who made Brady leave. Mm-hmm. Like if you're Robert Kraft, you just want Brady. If Brady's gonna leave, you don't want to look like you made it happen because mm-hmm. that's bad for you. Yes, exactly. Or you, that's bad for your perception. Or you make a comment about Jared Stidham. Just, oh, I cannot wait to see what he brings. No, to the sure. Page. And like maybe that's what happens. Like maybe it's Jared Stidham. Maybe it's Brady. I mean, we but we it's have just, we have months to talk about this. <laughs> I think. That's just about going to do it for us here. <laughs> You've been listening to the Stadium Experience with Jake Elmsley. Thanks, David Blaze, for coming in with me here today. My pleasure. And this episode, as all episodes, will go on the official Stadium Experience SoundCloud page. Anyway, though, I'll see you all next week right here, noon to 2 on 90.7 WXIN. Have a lovely week. Good first week of school for all the Rick, all my Rick fans here. And I'll see you next time.